Taf Ayin Vav Amud Beis. We're holding in the Mishnah on the bottom of the Amud. Okay, so this Patek here talks about two Chatseris where you have a wall in between them. What's the Allah if you have two Chatseris side by side? So there are different options. Sometimes you could uh, join them together in one eight of Chatseris. Sometimes you can't. And sometimes they have a choice. If they want, they could join together. And if they want, they don't have to join together. So the Mishnah is going to talk about another scenario about this. If you have a wall between two courtyards, the wall is tall, ten tfachim, and it's wide, four tfachim. So this wall that's tall enough separates them into two chatseris. They have to make their eight of chatseris separately. They cannot join an eight of chatseris together. Okay? Now, Rashi points out that this halach is true even if this wall is not uh, wide for Tvachim. The main thing is the fact that you have a wall that separates them by 10 Tvachim high. Why it says in the Mishnah for Tvachim, we'll see in a moment. Right over here. The next case. If on this wall itself, there's things there. There's on the top of the wall, you have fruits. So, so the people from one side of the wall can go up and eat on top of the wall. And people from the other side of the wall can go to the top of the wall and eat and use what's on top of the wall there. They're not allowed to bring down from the wall itself into the chatzar. The point is, and over here it's taken again, the fact that it's four tfachim wide, because you have a wall that's ten tfachim high and four tfachim wide, it's treated as a separate rishus for itself. And therefore, you can't take from there into, into the chatzah. They can go up and uh, it's a They can go up and eat what they want over there on the top, but you can't bring down into the chatzah. Or actually, in, okay, we'll see. There's a Gemara later that talks about this part of the Mishnah. But that's the simple part of this Mishnah. Nifrat HaKaisal. Now, if there's a breach in this wall between the two chatzahs, Ad Esa Amis, if the breach in the wall is up to 10 Amis, Ma'ar Mishnayim. They could still make the Eid of separately if they want, but Vimratsu Ma'ar Venechad. If they want, now they can make the Eid of together. A breach up until Tanamas, we had this in the first Patek. Up until Tanamas is treated like a door, a doorway, like an opening. So if you have an opening between two Chatseris, it's still two distinct Chatseris, but with a wall, with an opening. It has an opening, so they can either make a separate Eid of Chatseris or they can make an Eid of Chatseris together. If Kepesach, it's like an opening, it's like a doorway. Yaiser Mikan. If the breach is more than ten ames, then they must make the eight of chatzeres together. They can't make the eight of chatzeres separately. If it's a breach more than ten ames, it's like one chatzer. If they're going to make an eight of separately, so it's not going to be a good eight of chatzeres. It's like in one chatzer, two people make a separate eight of chatzeres. It doesn't work. They must make the eight of chatzeres together. So the Gemara now is going to talk about this wall that separates these two chatzeres. So what does it say here? So we spoke in the Mishnah about the wall that has four, it's four Tvachim wide, separates the two Chatseris. How about if you have a wall that's not four Tvachim wide, what's going to be the Halacha with that wall? So in the Mishnah it said, if, it has, if it's four Tvachim wide and there's food on top of that wall, you can eat the food on top of the wall. You, can, you can't take it down, but you can eat it there. But what's if it's not four Tvachim wide and there's something on top of the wall? What is the status of the wall then? Amarav, so Rav says, If it's not Fort Tvachim wide, so the airspace of both sides of the Chatseres are there as well on top of the wall. The top of the wall is not going to be considered a distinct separate Rishus for itself. It has the status of both of the Rishuyais there, and therefore, Loyazes by Afilimalai Nima. You're not allowed to move anything over there on top of the wall, even a tiny drop. 
It's, it has the status of both Rishuyos, and therefore you can't move anything there. The Gemara is soon going to explain that this is a Gzeda. We'll see soon. Huh? Um, okay, if, they made, if both of these Chatseris, but we're talking about these, these, these two Chatseris can't make an Eid of Chatseris together because they're separated into two Chatseris. Huh? That's, that's, that's only a Gzeda. We'll see in a moment, the Gemara is going to explain the fact that this top of the wall has a status of two Chatseris is a Gzeda. There's no reason the top of the wall should have the status of both Chatseris. The Gemara is going to explain. Rabbi Yechenin Yechenin says, Elu, Mailen, Mikan, Vo'eichlin. The people from one side are even allowed to bring up anything from the Chatzah. They're allowed to bring up items from inside the Chatzah and place it on top of the wall. Vo'eichlin, and you can eat it there. Ve'elu, Mailen, Mikan, Vo'eichlin. And people from the other side of the Chatzah could also bring up from their Chatzah and put it on top of the wall. This is even more, so in other words, he says we're even more makel over here. Because it does not have a space of four tfachim, so let's uh, review something that we learned in Mesech the Shabbos. What's the status of a place that's ten tfachim high, and, uh, or, or is it ten tfachim high? Let's say it's ten tfachim high, but it does not have the space of four, it, it doesn't have four tfachim, it's a makim p'tur. It's a makim p'tur, so then we're, we're lenient. We say that this place has, has no status for itself, and therefore you can even bring from one chatzar and put it on this wall, from another chatzar and put it on this wall, there's no problem. Okay, that's uh, makes a lot of sense. Gemara is going to soon ask on Rav, why would Rav disagree with this? Okay, but the thing is, Rabbi Yechenin here is saying something more than what it said in the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, when it spoke about the wall that's four, four tvachim wide, in the Mishnah it said, you can use, you can eat fruits or whatever it is on top of the wall. In the Mishnah did not mention that you could bring something from your chatzar and put it on top of the wall. Here it's saying that you could bring something from your chatzar and put it on top of the wall. So the Gemara asks, Tanan, in the Mishnah we learned, Eilu oilen mikan v'aichlin. You could go and eat something from the top of the wall over there. Ve'elu oilen mikan v'aichlin. And the person from the other side can eat from the top of the wall. Oilen in. You can go over there on top and eat what's there. Mailen loy. In the Mishnah it says, you can't bring from your chotzer and put it on top of the wall. So why is Rabbi Yechen saying mailen? That you can bring to the top of the wall. So the Gemara says, Hachikama. What um, Rabbi Yechenin is saying is as follows. Yeah, the Mishnah, that is. What the Mishnah is saying is as follows. Yeshboi arba al arba. If the wall is four by four tfachim wide, then oilin in. Then you can only use what's on top of the wall. Mailin loy. But you can't bring from your chatzah to the top of the wall. The top of the wall is wide enough and we consider it to be a separate shus. But aim by our ball, our ball, Rabbi Yechonah was talking about a case that it doesn't, it's not four by four tfachim wide. So mailanami, you can bring from your reshosh from your chatzah to the top of the wall, and it's not a problem, it's a mokim p'tur. Okay, the Amish says it's not even a mokim p'tur. The truth is that when you have a wall inside a chatzah, and it's ten tfachim it's, it's, it's high, and it's less by four by four tfachim wide, the truth is it's really a reshosh ha-yachet. this place has the status of reshosh ha-yachet. Even the fact that it's considered to be a Makim Ptur is also a Khumra. What would be the Khumra? If somebody from a Rish, um, I'm not sure what the Khumra is negated to, I don't even know if it's. Uh, I mean, the, Rashi calls it a Makim Ptur, but the Emma says it really has a din of Rishusa Yachid. Okay? Just pointing out. It's negated it's to know that it's called a Rishusa Yachid because you can't carry from Rishusa Rabbim and place on this wall. 
This wall is, if it's a Mokim Ptor, you're allowed to take from Rosh Hashanah and put on this wall. But it's not really a Mokim Ptor, it's really a Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara is going to bring now another case where you have a Mokim Ptor, it's Be'emes a Mokim Ptor. Let's see. V'oz the Rabbi Yechen time may, Rabbi Yechen follows his opinion that he said elsewhere, Chiyasar Rav Dimi Omer Rabbi Yechen, and Rav Dimi said in the name of Rabbi Yechen, Mokim She'en Boi Arba Al Arba. If you have a place that's not 4 by 4 Tfachim wide, Okay, this little platform, if you want to see a picture, did they have a picture for this over here? Let's see a second. Yeah, picture Tof Mem Aleph on page Samach Beis, the first picture on the page. So you have between Rishus Rabim and Rishus Yachid, you have this little uh, landing place, a little platform that's not 10 Tfachim high and it's not 4 by 4 Tfachim wide. Okay, so are you allowed to place anything from Rishus Rabim on that place or from the Rishus Yachid on that place? So he said, Mokim Shem Bar Abal Arba. If you have a package, you're allowed to, if you're in the Rishus HaYachid, you're allowed to place something on that area. And also from the Rishus HaRabim, you're allowed to place something on that area. Because it's a Mokim Ptur. The Chachamim will only geyser, an area that's 4 by 4 Tvachim wide, becomes a Carmelis. So then there's a Gzeri, you're not allowed to carry from Rishus HaRabim or Rishus HaYachid into that place. Not if it's less than 4 by 4 Tvachim. You're not allowed to transfer, meaning you're not allowed to take something from Rishus Rabim, put it down on that place, and then transfer it from there into the Rishus HaYachet. That's Zayda Midr Abbana, because you might come to transfer it directly from Rishus Rabim to Rishus HaYachet. So you're not allowed to use it as a transfer point. But you're allowed to put it down there. It's a Mokim Pitur. The same thing over here, you have a wall between two Chatseris, and it's less than 4 by 4 Tfachim wide. The most it could be is a Mokim Ptur. There's no reason why you can't carry from one Chatzar onto this wall or from the other Chatzar onto this wall. Frek, the Gemara, Verav, Lesley, the Ravdimi. Rav does not agree to this point that Ravdimi said in the name of Rav Yechenen. Rashi points out that really this is not something that only Rav Yechenen said. We learned this in Masech the Shabbos. This is the basic halacha of a Mokim Ptur. The Braise, there's a Befeidish Braise there that says an area that's less than 4 by 4 Tvachim wide is a Mokim Ptur. Why would Rav disagree with this? And says the Gemara, you're right. Rav Be'emes Iberishri is the Raisa in the case that Rabbi Yechenen is speaking about, and also the Braisa Masech the Shabbos. When you have two Rishusim the Raisa, meaning you have Rishus Hayachar on one side, you have Rishus Rabbim on another side, and then you have this Mokim Ptur in the middle, Hachanami. Over there, Yitaka says it's a Mokim Ptur and there's no problem. Here, what are we talking about? Over here, you have one Rishus HaYachad on one side, a Rishus HaYachad on the other side. There's only an Ismid Rabbanon to carry from one Chatzar to another Chatzar without an aid of Chatzeris. Only, it's an Ismid Rabbanon. And I'll tell you that there's no issue to carry from one Chatzar to another. If so, V'chachamim asu chizuk l'divreyem yeisim mishalteireh. Chachamim wanted to be mechazik, their Isser, so therefore they, according to Rav, made a gzayde, that if you have a wall that's separating, that's less than 4 by 4 tfachim wide, they made a gzayde not to carry from one to this wall, from one rishus to this wall, from another rishus to this wall, because you might come to carry from one rishus to another rishus so Adarab, Dafki, because it's Midrabanon, Chacham were more concerned that you might be lenient with this, you might forget about this. They made a chizik, they made a gzayda that this wall you're not allowed to carry from your shust, from your chutz onto this wall. So as I said, Rav's opinion is based on a gzayda. It's a gzayda that you might forget and carry from one chutz to another chutz. If you have a wall that's between two courtyards and 
The case we're going to be talking about now is that the ground of the two chatseris are not level. Okay, take a look in picture, the next picture, Tough Men Bays. It's not a very good picture to really uh, notice this, but if you look closely, so this is a, uh, it's two chatseris that are near each other that are sort of on a slant, it's on a hill. So you have the wall between them. In one shows the ground is lower, so it has a full 10 tvachim high wall that's separating from the other shows. On the left, it's higher up, and the wall over there is less than 10 tvachim. Okay, so we, we said that if you have a separation between one chatzar and another, what's the height that it's considered to be a separation? 10 tvachim high of a wall. But for one shows it's 10 tvachim high, and for the other one it's not. That's the case we're talking about over here. For one side, it's a wall that's 10 tfachim high. For the other side, it's not 10 tfachim high. The Gemara uses the expression that, it's, that the wall is, and the ground is the same, but it doesn't mean that literally. It means that it's not 10 tfachim high on the other side. Okay, so now what the Gemara is going to discuss over here is if you have a wall between two chatseris that's 10 tfachim high on both sides, what's the halacha? What did we say? That wall, which is 4 by 4 tfachim wide, gets a status for itself. It's like a rishus for itself. And therefore, you're not allowed to carry from there into your rishus. But if for one side it's 10 tfachim high, for the other side it's not 10 tfachim high, so then that wall is going to be shaykh to one rishus. That wall is now shaykh to the rishus that's not 10 tfachim high, as the Gemara will explain why. So over here, the Allah is, we consider this wall to be part of the rishos, this rishos, which is where it's not 10 tfachim high. For that rishos, that the wall is not 10 tfachim high, it can use the wall easier. And and the other rishos, that it is 10 tfachim high for it, it's not as convenient to use this wall. Any time you have a wall or you have an area between two rishosim, and for one, for one chatzer, it could be used easily, and for the other chatzer, it could only be used not so conveniently, we consider it to be part of the rishos that could use it more conveniently. So usually we say that the wall assumes a rishos for itself. We consider it to be a separate rishos. But if, if it's positioned in such a way that it's more convenient to be used for one rishos more than the other rishos, that wall is considered to be part of the rishos that it could more be used for more conveniently. A similar case, Omerav Shezvi, Omerav Nachman, Charitz Shebein Shtechatzeris, you have a Charitz, a, a ditch between the two courtyards. Similar kind of thing, Tzidoy Echad Omok, on one side, this ditch is deep asara, as you see in the picture. Take a look in the next picture. You have the separation of a ditch between two chatseris. So for one side, it's a ditch that's actually ten tvachim deep. On the other side, it's lower down, so it's less than ten tvachim deep. So you could also use this ditch to store things there and so on. So the same halacha will apply. What If this ditch was ten tvachim deep for both sides, it would be a rishos for itself. But over here, because for one side it's ten tvachim deep and for one side it's not, so again, and for the other side it's not ten tvachim deep, it becomes part of the rishos where it, that, that it's not ten tvachim deep. It's more convenient to store things there for that shos, and for the other shos, it's, more, it's not so convenient to use it. And like we said before, it becomes part of the shos that it's more convenient to use it for. Those are the two halachas in the name of Rav Nachman. 
So the Gemara now will explain why did, why did it have to say both of these halachas? It seems to be the exact same point. Tzrichi, it was necessary to say both of these points. The Yashmin and Kaisel, if we would only talk about a wall that's between two Chatzairais. In the height, it's more convenient for a person to be Mishtamish. You don't have to bend down. It's more convenient to be Mishtamish in the height of this uh, wall. So over there I could say that one Rishus that could conveniently use the height, it becomes part of its Rishus. But when you have a ditch, people don't use a ditch that easily. You have to bend down and put things inside there. So therefore, maybe I would say that either way, this ditch does not become part of the Rishos. Maybe it does not become part of either Rishos. On the other hand, there's an opposite Svara you could say. If we would only say the case of the ditch between the two Chatseris, you're not so afraid, even though it's not as convenient, you have to bend down, but you're not so afraid to put things there. If you store something inside a ditch, you're not afraid it's going to fall down. It's safe there. You're afraid to put things on top of a wall. You put it on top of the wall, it could fall down and break. So I would say that the wall between two chatzeres, it does not become part of any chatzeres. So therefore, Rav Nachman had to say, both of these scenarios, the ditch and the wall. How about if a person wants to minimize the height of the wall on one side? So that he should be allowed to use the wall on his side. As we just said, if on one side it's ten tvachim, you can't use it. But the person on the other side wants to minimize the height of the wall, that he should be able to use the wall for himself. So im yesh So how are you minimize the wall? At this point, the Gemara is thinking you minimize the height of the wall by placing something near the wall. Let's say you put some sand near the wall, so you elevate that place near the wall. Take a look in the picture. Picture tough mem dalit. So a person elevated the height near the wall either by putting some sand there or putting a little uh, platform there or pieces of wood there, whatever it is. And then from in, in that area, it's less than ten tvachim high. Okay. Huh? Oh, that's what the Gemara is going to say now. The Gemara, if what he put there to minimize the height of the wall is four tefachim wide, so then he can step up and now he can use the wall, so therefore it's like an opening for him, and therefore he can use the entire wall. Vimlav, if it's not four tefachim wide, so then the wall is still ten tefachim high. And he could only use the wall in that area where he put up this thing. He could only use the wall in that area where he put up this platform or this thing to minimize the height of the wall. Okay, well the Gemara doesn't accept this. The Gemara says, wait a minute. If the fact that you put this little platform near the wall, so now in that area it's low, it's, 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 the wall is low enough, and therefore you can, you can go up on that platform and you could use the wall easier. So, ahani... If, if, even if it's such a little platform and it's, it's, it's good enough for you to be able to go up to the wall, that should be good enough that you should be able to use the entire wall for yourself. Now you, it's convenient that you can use the entire wall for yourself. Again. If this miyot, the fact that in one area you minimize the height of the wall, that should be beneficial that you should be able to use the entire wall. If because that little platform that you put up is less than four tfachim wide is not good enough, if it's insignificant, so even in that area where you put it up, should be nothing. If it's enough of a height, that you could go up to the entire wall. So it should be good for the whole wall. And if it's not significant enough, it shouldn't be good enough at all. So the Gemara says, Enochanami. Amar Avine, 
So as Rashi explains, if it would be a, a situation where a person minimized the height of the wall by putting up a platform near the wall or something, it has to be at least four tefachim wide to be significant enough. Stam, if I put a little thing near the wall, it's less than four tefachim wide, it's not significant enough to consider it that I minimize the height of the wall. That's not what we're talking about. What are we talking about? You minimize the actual height of the wall itself. When a person removed a chulia, let's say a brick from the top of the wall itself, look in the next picture, in picture, tof memhe. Okay, so the person took out one brick of the wall. So what we're saying is, you change the height of the actual wall itself. So that place where you change the height of the wall, if it's less than four tefachim, so right over there, that area is less than four tfalchim, less than ten tefachim high, and you can use it. If you change the height of the wall more than four tefachim wide, that changes the status of the entire wall. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about putting something near the wall. When you put something near the wall, it has to be at least four tefachim wide to be significant enough. We're talking about minimizing the actual height of the wall itself. A part of the wall itself. Wherever it's minimized, that area where oh. the wall itself is lower, it is, it's lower. So it, it's, it's not, but it doesn't change the status of the whole wall unless you, it, you minimized it four tefachim wide, then it changes the status of the whole wall. Amar Avichil, talking about another case where a person minimizes the height of the wall. So Avichil said, Kofa Safel, a person put a basket upside down near the wall. And uh, according to what the Gemara just concluded, this has to be at least four tefachim wide to be significant enough. So you put a basket four tefachim wide near the wall. Memayit, it minimizes the height of the wall. So now the Gemara is going to question this. The basket is something that you could just remove in the middle of Shabbos. It's not Moktzi. You could just take it away in the middle of Shabbos. It's not there permanently. So if you can just take it away in the middle of Shabbos, it's like it's not there. You put, you put down a basket there. It's, it, it, because it can be taken away, it's as if it's not there, Bechlal. So why, why does this minimize the height of the wall? Anything that you could remove in the middle of Shabbos, it's not memayit the height of the wall. And says the Gemara, no. the ba'ara. He attached it to the ground. He didn't stamp put it there. He attached it to the ground. The fact that he attached it to the ground, he can't move it away. We learned in Abraise, Pago, this is unripe dates. You put it inside straw to let it ripen, and the straw is muktze. Or a cake. You put it inside coals, and these are coals that are not on fire. If they were on fire, then for sure you can't take it out. But they're coals that are not on fire, but they're muktzah, these coals. So you, you hit it inside of it there. In if a little bit of these dates or this, this cake is revealed, so then you can take it out on Shabbos. Even if... Uh, you're insulating it. Insulating it or allowing it to ripen there. Yeah. So you, you take out the dates. What happens when you take out the dates from the, from the uh, straw? The straw also moves, but you're not moving the straw directly. If you remember, we learned in Mishach the Shabbos, the Sugi of Muktzeh, when you move something that's not Muktzeh, and the things that are Muktzeh move automatically, that's not a problem. So over here as well, the Gemara asks, you connected it to the ground, true. If you're going to take away this basket, you're going to disconnect it from the ground, the earth is going to move. But so what? It's not a problem, as we just see over here. And says the Gemara, what is it talking about over here? The Islay Ognayim. We're talking about such a kind of um, uh, basket that has Ognayim. What's Ognayim? It has like a lip that comes up. Take a look in the uh, picture here. 
the picture Tov Mem Vav, again, the picture of this basket, they have a green basket here that has a lip that comes out in the edges of it. So you have the sand. What happens is the sand goes up inside this lip. When you lift up this basket, so Rashi says the problem is it looks like you're digging. You're, you're, you're lifting up some sand. By lifting up the basket, you lift up sand. So it looks like you're digging. Okay? That's uh, looking at Rashi says, the last line of the page. This is similar to, to Chaifer on Shabbos. Okay? The would still be only awesome the Rabbanan because this is still a Malach Hashem You're not really intending to dig. You're, you're intending just to pick up the basket. LMI, it also picks up some sand with it. But it's still a problem with the Rabbanan that you're, you're going to be picking up sand with it. No, but the Gemara still asks on this. Even if it has this lip and it looks like it's picking up the and it's picking up the sand and it looks it looks like you're you're digging. My have what's the problem? Vatnan, there's a Mishnah we learned and we learned this a few times in Masech the Shabbos. Hatoimen lefes etznayin tachas agefen. A person that hides lefes or etznayin. There are kinds of vegetables. Etznayin is radish. Lefes, I forgot what it is. What's the translation of lefes? It's, um, turnips, huh? turnips, okay, turnips or radish, and you put it to you put it inside the, uh, on on the ground inside the kerem in a vineyard. Okay, a person has them and they're not ripe enough, or he wants to just store it there, so he stores it under the ground in a vineyard. So the Gemara, the Mishnah, this is is going to discuss different halachas that apply to this scenario. If some of the leaves. Of these vegetables are still uncovered. You don't have to be concerned, not about you don't have to be concerned about klayim. You know, that'll plant vegetables inside a vineyard. But st- since some of the leaves are still uncovered, it's not going to take root there, and you don't have to be worried about it being klayim. You don't have to be worried about meiser, meaning if it would take root there and it grows more, so you have to give additional meiser. If you already gave meiser, now it grows more, you have to give more meiser. But it's not going to take root, you don't have to be worried about meiser. You don't have to be worried about shmita, that you're planting on shmita, you're just storing it there. <laughs> And what's important for us is vinitolin b'shabes. You can move it out. You can take it out on Shabbos. Even though what happens when you take it out on Shabbos, it looks like you're you're digging a hole in the ground. When you remove it on Shabbos, you're forming a hole. Doesn't matter though. You're just taking it out on Shabbos, and the fact that it creates this hole, it looks like chayfer. We're not chayshish for that. So let's say the same thing over here. When a person puts this basket near the wall, and it looks like it's removing the you're you're, you're being chayfer, it shouldn't be a problem, huh? Okay, but it's still... Um, so the Gemara says, you know what our case is talking about, when you want to minimize the height of the wall through putting a basket there, you have to mamish put it deep in the ground in a way, the boy you would need a shovel or some, some other kind of tool to, uh, to remove it from where it is. So if you want to, you have to push it, put it well into the ground, that it should be difficult to remove it. So if you need a shovel, that's a problem. Now you can't remove it with a shovel on Shabbos. So therefore, that would minimize the height of the wall. Okay, now the Gemara is going to discuss other scenarios of minimizing the height of the wall, and we're going to be talking about ladders. Okay, different scenarios of ladders. We'll, we'll see it in the pictures as well. Zokt the Gemara. Sulam HaMitzri, if you have a Mitzri ladder. The Gemara is going to explain in a second what it is. If you put a Mitzri ladder up against the wall, so now you have access to go up to the wall, so it's, it's 10 Tvachim high, but you have easy access to the wall. So that does not minimize the height of the wall for you that you can go up. Vahatsuri mimayit. Just a second. Vahatsuri mimayit. If you have a tsuri ladder there, so then that's a kind of ladder that will minimize the height of the wall. You have an easier access to the wall. 
What's the difference? Hey Dami Sulam Hamitsri, what's a Mitsri ladder and what's a Tsuri ladder? Omri de Chavokim. A Mitsri ladder is if it does not have four rungs. So look in the picture. You have two ladders here up against the wall. You have a ladder that only has three rungs. So it's not as convenient to use this ladder to go up to the wall. So it's not considered to be that you minimize the height of the wall. It has four rungs or more than four rungs. So then uh, it does minimize the height of the wall. Okay. That's the way uh, it was explained from Rav Yanai. Amri le so now he asked the question to Ravashi, my time with the Sulama Mitzri Deloy Mimait, what's taka the reason that a Sulama Mitzri is different, that it's not good enough to minimize the height of the wall? Amalei, so he told him, that did not hear what he said, Amarav in the name of Rav, because this is something that could be removed on Shabbos itself. It's not Mukta, it's not heavy either. You could easily remove it on Shabbos. Anything that could be easily removed on Shabbos is not memayit, the height of the wall for you. As we said before regarding the basket, and the same thing if you put a ladder there. Okay, so the Gemara asks, if so, there should be no difference if the ladder is a Mitzri ladder, a Tzuri ladder, either way, a ladder could be removed on Shabbos. So why would it minimize the height of the wall? And says the Gemara, Hasam Koivdoi Koivoi. Over there, the Tsuri ladder, it's the heaviness of this ladder that makes it to be firm and permanent in that place. So now the Gemara seems to be giving a noob shot that the difference between the Mitzri ladder and the, and the Tsuri ladder is not how many rungs there are in the ladder, but it's the height. So some of Farshim say that it's Tali Zeb Heaviness? The heaviness, the heaviness. Uh, sorry, I meant that the, the, the heaviness is the main thing and not the rung of the ladders. Okay? Before the Gemara said the rungs, now it's saying the heaviness. But it could be, some of Arshim say that it's totally zebazeb because you have another rung, so that makes it heavier and therefore it's not convenient to remove. But in the, some, I think the Raivas, some Rishayim say that no, from the Maskan of the Gemara it comes out, the difference between these two ladders is, is not how many rungs there are, it depends on the heaviness. If it's, it correct, it doesn't give a share of how heavy it has to be, true. Good, good point. Okay, Omar Abaye Koiso. Depends. Uh, right, uh, yeah, okay. Omar Abaye So you have this wall between the two Chatseris that's 10 Tvachim high. Okay, so till here, the Gemara was talking about that one person on one side of the wall wants to minimize <laughs> the height of the wall that he should be able to use the wall for himself. Now, the Gemara is going to talk about a case where both people, from both sides of the Chatzar, are going to minimize the height of the wall so they can make an aid of Chatzaris together. So what is that? So, One person of the Chatzar on one side put a ladder that's four Tzvachim wide on one side. And the person on the other side also put a ladder that's four Tzvachim wide. As we said before, any time you want to minimize the height of a wall, what you're putting there has to be at least four Tzvachim wide. Okay, so you have a ladder now from both sides. They don't have a door in between, they don't have a window in between, but they have a ladder from both sides. Does this not consider them that they have access to go to one chatzah, to the other chatzah, and therefore it's like one chatzah now. They can make a native chatzahist together. So the, so the statement to Abayi says, And there isn't between the two ladders a separation of three tfachim. 
this minimizes this wall that it can be considered to be like one chatzah. They can make it a eight of chatzeris together. So you see over here in the picture, there's the two ladders that go up against each other, but they're not mamished against each other. If they're mamish against each other, then it's perfect. But if they're not mamish against each other, there's less than a, 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 than a space of three tvachim between them. So then it, it makes it like one wall. That's a place where it's like an opening. Okay? Only if there's not... One, one second, one second, the Gemara is going to explain. The aim being then Okay, now the Gemara explains. This that we said, that there can't be more than three Tvachim between them, was only said. If the, high, if, the, if the thickness, the thickness God, of the wall itself is not four Tvachim. If the thickness of the wall is four tfachim, I feel a muflik to Even if the two ladders that are going up on both sides of the wall are very far from each other, that's also okay. Why? Because if it's four tfachim wide, it's still convenient to go up and you can walk on top of the wall and walk down to the ladder on the other side. If it's not four tfachim wide, so then you can't really walk on top of the wall. So you have to have a ladder on the other side to be able to go down. So it has to be at least less than three tfachim to be able to go right down. Okay? Push it. Okay, you can see it in the picture here, in picture of Mem Tess, if it's all... To be able to go no, down. The problem is only one side. The other side is already if you have a ladder just on one side, so it's going to minimize the height of the wall for that side, and he can use the wall for himself. Now, we're talking about to have a ladder on both sides to make it like one chutzah. No, they, the they other can, side is very minimized. You say, huh? you say the whole but he's going to climb up the wall, then he can't climb down so easily. It's not, you have to be able to go up and come down to the other side to be able to make it a one chutzah. Person did it by themselves, okay. Yeah, you know, just to, to point out, I'm not sure if you're thinking about this, but you, we're talking here constantly about, about a height of a wall of 10 Tvachim, if it's convenient to go over, not convenient to go over. You think about it, the height of 10 Tvachim is really not that tall at all. It's about as high, tall as this wall, <laughs> uh, this table, I mean, and it, 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 it's very easy to just jump over it. It's very, it's very interesting that we're talking about uh, these cases over here. There's a ladder, and if you, you can go over, you can't go over. You go over, you can just give one jump over. It's very interesting. Yeah, you have to have that for Tvachim to be able to, to be able to, for runs. It's interesting. I'm just saying, ten Tvachim is not that high at all. Maybe we messed up with the measurements. which measurements? I don't know, we know what Tfachim are. Tfachim is, is, uh, is as tall as this table about, something like that. Another interesting thing to point out that Mepharshim say, this thing that we're just talking about here, about the two ladders that are across each other, what is this based on? That it has to, you can't have a space more than three Tfachim between them. It's based on the concept of Lovud. That less than three Tfachim, it's Lovud. It's like they're right across of each other. There's a Machlekes in, in Paiskim regarding the concept of Lovud. Do you use Lovud only in an open space? to consider it as if it's closed, or is love it even used not in an open space, when you have two things that are near each other and they're not near enough. Right over here, this Gemara is a raya, it's between the Prima Godem and the Chacham Tzvi. Right over here in the Gemara you see that you use Lovud regarding these two ladders, it's not an open space. You have that wall that's in between them, but nevertheless you say Lovud even for a closed space. Okay. Okay, true. So you could argue that it's so you, yeah. Okay, so you could argue that it has nothing to do with love. True, Anachanami. 
Okay, another case. Zok the Gemara. Omerav Bevi Barabaye. Bona Itztebe Algav Itztebe. So you put a platform. As we said before, if you have a platform that's permanent there and it's uh, four tvachim wide. But over here, this person put one platform and then he put another platform on top of it. Okay, you can see it in the picture. In the picture Tof Nun. So you put this little platform near the wall and then you put another platform on top of it. It has... Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, two, two platforms, one on top of the other, near the wall. Okay, so does it minimize, what, what measurements do you need to minimize the height of the wall? If the lower platform has four, is four tzvachim wide, so that, that itself is already enough to minimize the height of the wall. You don't even need the top platform. Inami. If the lower platform does not have, is not four tefachim wide, but the upper platform is, is four tefachim wide, and there's no space of three tefachim between the top platform and the lower platform, then Then it will be the height of the wall. If there's more than three tefachim between the top platform and the lower platform, so then the top platform is elevated above the ground too much, and it's not going to be Mamai at the wall. When you want to create a meat for the wall, whatever you put near the wall, it can't be elevated off the ground too much. So therefore, it has to be within three Tvachim of the lower platform, so it's considered to be all like one big platform that becomes wide on the top, and therefore it will minimize the height of the wall. Okay, the last case for today. Omar Av Nachman, Omar Abba Baravua, Sulam Sheshlivaisov Parchais. A ladder that the rungs of the ladder or the steps of the ladder are, with, are in the ear. It's not like a regular rung, not like the rungs of a usual ladder. Take a look in um, picture Tof Nun Aleph. Okay. Yeah, we're going to learn this like Taisus. I'm not exactly sure how they're teaching this here according to Rashi. Huh? Yeah. Okay, I'm not sure what they write over here in the picture according to Rashi. Uh, the picture according to Taisvis, right? So basically it's steps, not ladders. It's steps that come out, that, 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 that stick out, that protrude into the ear. That's the kind of ladders we're talking about, okay? So, what's the halacha? If the lowest rung or the lowest step of this ladder is four by four tefachim wide, or four tefachim wide, memayit. So it's memayit, the height of the wall. Inami, aim b'shliva tachtayin arba, even if the lowest step in this ladder is not four tefachim wide, but v'yash b'shliva ha'elyayin arba, the top step of this ladder is four tefachim wide, and also v'ein b'nzeh l'zeh shloisha, between each step in the ladder, you don't have more than three tefachim, so they're all connected, so then memayit, it will minimize the height of the wall. Okay. Huh? Anytime you make a meat for a wall, the space has to be at least four tefachim wide. Less than that, it's not significant enough.